Hey everyone, Chuck here. Welcome to the pilot episode of Through the Breach, a quick discussion on Magic the Gathering and all things happening within the community. Before we get started, let's give a quick shout out to a few of the guys that make this very tiny podcast absolutely possible within the confines of the internet. Taking a look at Warehouse Wizards, an individual play group and storefront in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. You can find those guys on Facebook. Top Deck Cardboard, an individual seller on TCG Player. And of course, this podcast is powered, brought to you through the waves, courtesy of Anchor, found on Android and Apple iOS. I want to take a look today and, and really talk about Masters 25 because I feel like that's what everyone is talking about. We all have our opinions on the set, and it's Wizards' second theme set, so this is their second attempt at really doing something new. You've had the formula of Modern Masters and Eternal Masters the last couple of years, and Wizards kind of came out, and actually they wrote an article saying, you know what, we're tired of that format, we want to try something new, our Master sets need to be themed. And at this point, you know, Iconic came out, they released all the cards up front, or previewed all the cards up front, we saw them, we got hyped for a week after that, sales weren't really where they wanted to be, they went back to a more traditional format with Masters 25, and... While card selection isn't the topic of this podcast, it will be later on down the line. And uh, the hype, while greater than Iconic Masters, I just don't think it's on par with previous Master sets, especially those like Modern Masters 2017. And because of a few other difficulties, I feel like Wizards may have a hard time getting this set out to individual players and having players invest... Uh, I guess the term there is is really just invest themselves and their money into this particular master set. Um, over the last 48 hours, some things around Masters 25 have been kind of interesting. Um, we've seen Rudy open two boxes with nearly identical mythic rares and rares. Um, I'll provide a link to that video in the description in case you haven't seen it. But this morning, a Redditor by the name of, and I can't even pronounce this, Krabble Duper, I'll put that in the link below too. Shared photos of cards with major and minor ink blotting to his Imager album. With both of these reports happening in the same 48 hours, it begs the question of what Wizards is going to do in the future to address that situation. When Dominaria, when the Dominaria leak went viral, I had to applaud Wizards for getting out in front of the issue, addressing concerns, and even releasing the official release notes. To me, this this was ultimately an integrity move. Good job, Wizards. You guys got in front of the issue. You let us know what was going on, and you really just stepped up in that department. But it's at least seemed that way up until this point. Multiple users on MTC Salvation and Reddit now claim that multiple posts that outline these issues are coming down almost as soon as they're being put up. I can understand having removed uncooperated claims of these issues, but you have video evidence that suggests that these boxes are not randomized. Um, there's pretty substantial evidence. I mean, we watch a guy open two boxes back to back. While that could still be coincidence, that's really hard to put, you know, in, in the coincidence category. Um, do I believe that Wizards has some sort of Shadow Mafia trying to cover this up? Probably not. There's no real evidence to support that, but somebody wants these claims hushed. Um, and it only reinforces the seriousness and legitimacy of those claims. If somebody wants something put up and put away and forgotten about, that means that there is some substance to the claims the public is making. 
um, with a previous issue of cardstock quality and another knock at pack integrity and further card quality issues make this product seem super inconsistent. Um, and bear in mind, this still has nothing to do with card selection. I haven't even spoken about that. Um, the set has a place in limited play, but, you know, I, I feel like Masters 25 really just missed the mark as far as cards that could have been in that set. And that's another discussion for another day. But ultimately, you have players asking themselves, what now? What is Wizards going to do to fix these new issues? Um, if I could speak directly to them, I'd urge them to get out in front of this. If the Dominaria leaks were, you know, represented anything, it was a Wizards that was transparent with our customers. And, and the customers appreciate that. We appreciate when Wizards steps up and says, hey, we messed this up, but here's how we're going to fix that. Um, but... I feel like they're kind of keeping it under wraps because Wizards really needs Masters 25 to do well. And I believe that they need Masters 25 to do well more than the entire player base realizes. Do I believe the game is in trouble? Absolutely not. However, I do believe that if Wizards keeps having issues like they've had in the last year and a half, you're going to keep losing players and Magic may just be pushed back to a place along the lines of where we were when Shadowmoor and Lorwyn were out. A low player base, low interest, low print runs. I'm worried that the game may go back to that place. Will Magic die? No, never will. Not going to happen. But when you have players who are constantly, and I mean constantly, being just, for a lack of better words, <laughs> duped into buying an inconsistent product, you know, that hinders your success and your reputation as a company. So I believe Wizards has really got to step up on these issues. Um, let's address this. Let's get out in front of it. And, you know, I believe that's just the best move on their part to ensure the success of the set. After all of this, you have to be asking, because I am, what happens next? And here's my prediction. Wizards, as they've said they've done before, will probably act as if nothing's happened. I really feel like they're just, they're going to just move on, act like none of this is going on, and just continue on with releasing Masters 25 Friday, and they're going to move on with life and hope that the set sells. If these boxes are not randomized properly, like the video and the evidence suggests, you're going to have an absurd amount of mythics like Jace the Mind Sculptor and Imperial Recruiter, and those prices are going to crash back down to earth. Imagine what the market will look like if every box of Masters 25, every box, contains an Imperial Recruiter, and every two boxes contain the Jace the Mind Sculptor. While Rudy only opened two boxes on camera, I just don't feel like that's simply a coincidence. Time will tell ultimately, but these prices are going to crash back down to Earth. And because of those two Mythics being in so many boxes, they may sell a few more boxes than what Iconic did, but let's be honest, if you're a Commander player, how many copies of Imperial Recruiter do you need? How many control modern control decks have you seen that run more than two to three Jace the Mind Sculptors. I've seen one, a Grixis control list that runs a playset, and that's that's really steep at the end of the day, especially in that format. Um, while the ink blotting is a hassle, it's nothing their quality control department can't handle. If you open packs like this, I, I strongly urge you to reach out to them. I have before, and, and I have to say that's the one department of Wizards that really just has their eye on the ball. Um, for the future of Magic, though, and this is just me blindly speculating. 
we won't see a modern Masters 2018 this year. That That's a fact. However, after this set and Iconic Masters, which Wizards themselves recognize as a flop, I believe that these theme master sets will eventually go the way of the event decks. They're going to go away, and Wizards is going to do what the player base wants, and we're going to return to yearly modern master sets with a few eternal master sets thrown in, and hopefully, hopefully, they'll decide to reprint Dark Confidant somewhere along the lines. Just side note, $99 is too much to be paying for that card. It's too high. Wait for the market to stabilize. We'll talk about that later this week as well. Um... Like I said, I'm just a guy spitballing in the wind, but I'm anxious to see what you guys think. Let me know in the comments what you think is going to happen after Masters 25. And if you have any ideas for a future episode, remember that this is our first. This is the pilot episode of Through the Breach, and we have a long way to go, but not without listeners like you. Take care. Follow me on Twitter, Chuck Plays Games. Be sure to check out Top Deck Cardboard and the Warehouse Wizards. But most importantly, remember, you are loved by someone. Take care. Chuck signing off.